This is the Geekin' Out Loud podcast, where we have interesting conversations about the newest movies, comics, and all things geek with your hosts Tyrell Peterson, Justin Williams, and Heather Wilde. I am excited to talk about Titan. Did y'all even know what Teen Titans was before I mentioned it the other day? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, good, because I told some people that I'm going to be talking about Titans tonight, and they're like, what's Titans? <laughs> and I'm like, and it kind of hurt me, because I'm like, and my friends, they're comic book nerds, and I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, but yeah, like, we're going to be talking about the season one, and give it a review, and tell y'all if it's worth watching or not, but let's get down to it. Justin, what were your thoughts on the first? Holy cow. I wish I'd started earlier. I, I'm a huge fan of HBO Max. Uh, it is a delightful series, in my personal opinion. I, I was never a big fan of the DC Universe app, streaming app, whatever. And once I heard that Titans was going to be an exclusive for DC Universe, I basically was just like, I will wait for an opportunity, perhaps, to... Find it on basic cable TV or on Blu-ray to rent or see if it would end up on Netflix at some point. Like the, like a lot of other DC shows, Supergirl is on Netflix, The Flash is on Netflix, Arrow's on Netflix. Pretty sure Legends of Tomorrow's on Netflix. As well as Black Lightning and, and a lot of other stuff that formed the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline that they did for the Arrowverse that Titans was a part of, as a matter of fact. But I thought this kind of almost daredevilization of Teen Titans, this whole idea that actually, you know, Black Lightning also took and used in its primary storyline as a narrative where it's, okay, we have a hero that used to be a hero, and now something is calling them back somewhat past their prime that's the story of black lightning and now we have robin who not only has had his almost his entire career as robin alongside batman but is past that now now we have this older robin who's past being robin but not quite nightwing who has a history with hawk and dove who has grown from the boy wonder to this violent person (laughs) It's astonishing. I thought they did a fantastic job. Being a fan of the Teen Titans, I grew up in the 1980s comics. So the only reason I know who the Teen Titans are, I, I, I grew up with them. And I knew who the Titans were long before the 2004 TV show on Cartoon Network and long before Teen Titans Go on Cartoon Network. Because I read the comics. The Teen Titans and the new Teen Titans from the 80s. And... I thought it was phenomenal. I thought as a TV show, they did a great job. I thought the casting was great. The Doom Patrol cameo was hilarious. I loved the cast. I absolutely loved the casting of the characters. Uh, What's-his-face as Robin, Brenton something. I thought he was phenomenal. He's tall. He's, like, handsome. He's uh, He embodies this naivety that you can sense, but also like this young man who holds a grudge not only against the city but against batman 
I just kind of like love that conflict within him. Anna Diop, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Diop Diop, who plays, so. yeah, who plays uh, Starfire. Love her. I know there's a lot of controversy about her casting as one, a, a black woman as a character who isn't traditionally seen as black. But I thought it was great casting. I thought it was phenomenal. And I did really enjoy Beast Boy. I think Ryan Potter as Gar was an excellent choice. He somehow, even in this very serious show, seems to embody a lot of that kind of that rich humor about himself, his personality, and and how his personality rubs the wrong way against the other characters. But I think the star of the show is definitely Raven, who I learned recently actually is, or at least was at the time, an actual teenager. And she's just a phenomenal actress. She embodies that inner demonic struggle so well of simply being who she is. I think the four of them are great. I loathe the absence of Cyborg as a key member of the Titans. I knew the, the I know the new 52 kind of reworked Cyborg into the primary Justice League instead of just a Teen Titan, which is, I think, probably largely why Cyborg was not in Teen Titans, or at least not a main character or whatever. I know he is in the Doom Patrol spinoff thing, but for a Titans series just about the four aforementioned characters, I thought it was great. I loved the villains. I loved... I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. I just, I like it so much. <laughs> I really do. All right, Heather, what about you? So I was trying to get into it, and it was really slow at the beginning. And, right. And it, it's quite dark. And that's really disappointing, too, because a lot of the characters are actually fun. And that's something that I love about the Titans characters in general. Like, they're actually lighthearted and... But it focused initially on the dark backstories, and it was trying to make it gritty. It reminded me a lot of Gotham, actually. Mm. And it took five episodes before it started to get fun. Even, I think, episode four, it is the pilot, the backdoor pilot for the Doom Patrol. And, like, these Doom Patrol characters, which are normally fun and quirky, are sad and awful and my, oh my i i wouldn't want to watch that show either if i'm i'm looking at that but then like when when jason todd comes in is, mm. is when it starts to to really pick up because he's dude like you're a superhero it's awesome like our job is to wear the crazy colors so batman can so we can distract everyone from batman that's our job. Mm. And then, like, he flips the perspective to, like, the sidekicks, because they're all sidekicks, is to be that distraction, to be that colorful, fun, quirky character so that the adults can play. So when you've got, like, Nightwing, when you've got... Mm-hmm all of these guys that are trying to grow up and like re rebel against their parents. <laughs> it's 
they're they've got like these uh, chips on their shoulder when really they just need a perspective shift of hey it can be fun like we we've got this role to play that we're good at and let's just have a little fun with it oh man like one re- thing i like really about titans is it's like different okay the Disney, like, Marvel shows, they're okay, and the CW shows are okay, but it's, like, a combination here, like, it's almost like Daredevil, like, it's really dark, but at the same time, mm. I don't know, like, it's, it's so different from the Arrowverse, that's why I love it so much, so it's, like, something new from the superhero genre, mm. but I also, I love Jason Todd, and when he appeared in there, because he's one of my favorite Robins of all time. Especially in the later arcs in his, like, shows or comics where he becomes Red Hood. Mm. Yeah. Y'all know about Red Hood? Yeah. Yeah, I about to say, because he really just gets beat down by the Joker and come back from the Lazarus Pit from Ra's al Ghul, and then he just becomes Red Hood and not obeying by Batman's rules anymore. But I just hope to everything that's what happened, like, in season three or four. But, yeah. Y'all... I know that season one was a little slow at first. Well, really slow, actually. But, yeah, it gets really good. Like, at the end of mm-hmm. it. Like, for instance, the season one finale. Have y'all seen that part? What did y'all think about Batman then? It was a dream. So, yeah, but did y'all believe that actually happened, though, at first? I, I'm so into understanding that if it's a time jump or if they're using different camera angles and suddenly, or if they've changed it from like a blue filter to a yellow filter on the film, that it's a dream sequence or something like that. So I knew right away it wasn't real. Yeah, that was actually something that was very enjoyable, especially because so many Batman and so many Bruce Wayne's exist in almost every iteration of the live action or a live action DC universe. Even looking at Crisis at Infinite Earths, which had not only its own version of Bruce Wayne, but portrayed by Kevin Conroy, who voiced him in the 1990s Batman animated series, but also within that kind of multiverse kind of realm, there was also... Michael Keaton's character visually mentioned who played Batman in Tim Burton's 1989 film. So seeing this new version of him, but also knowing it was like either a dream or a flashback or something like that. I thought it was highly entertaining because Batman is the coolest character to ever show up in any DC property ever. And I think he's probably, it's probably the only reason why Batman is one of those characters that we don't, we haven't actually seen a modern current version of him in the Arrowverse. Even though we have the Flash, even though we have Martian Manhunter, even though we have Superman and Supergirl, Batman's just mysteriously not there ever. Because he is that mysterious kind of character. And even in the confines of Titans, he's still wrapped and shrouded in that mystery and that passed as a part of Dick's, you know, near broken psyche, whatever trauma he's trying to recover from. I thought it was rad. 
I look forward to season two. I know season three is already coming out and we already know some of the characters and some of the costumes and looks of the characters that are going to pop up in season three. But yeah, I just hope season two isn't too. I know there's a lot of characters in season two and I hope it just isn't too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've actually just finished season two today. I ain't getting spoiling, but it, they actually do like a story wise. They do it so well, splitting it in parts with the characters. And that's what I was worried about, too. When I first seen all the casting for when season two first came out, I was like, I almost thought it was going to ruin the whole show. But mm. they actually did good. And But yeah, Bat, that was one of the things I liked about Robin because he got a new perspective on how he reacts to Batman because Dick Grayson always had a complicated relationship if you watch cartoons with Batman. And... Right. Yeah, like he, him being dark and just acting, it's just basically a darkness in him in general. That's that's a new perspective on the Robin and the Batman relationship. Yeah. I love how quickly Batman replaced him. Oh, yeah. Like, and especially if you really calculate, like, how long it's been since he actually been replaced, it's, it's just so good because when Jason Todd said, yeah, we get to kick ass, and we I get to drive the Batmobile, and all that, and he's like, he lets you drive the Batmobile? <laughs> yeah. And yet, Alfred is still helping him out, too. So, he's he hasn't been cut off. He's just Twice. not working with Batman. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, Jason Todd and Beast Boy, they literally made a show, like, they're like the lighthearted characters, almost. Exactly. I like Corey too. The right, she's but again, it's these characters that are more flamboyant. In a, she's got this whole storyline where she doesn't know who she is until suddenly she does, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I'm supposed to murder everybody!" What? And mm. but and then she's like, but I don't want to do this, and that makes her interesting. Meanwhile, you've got Hawk and Dove who are just total downers the whole time. <laughs> like their storyline, like I mean, they start out annoying and then their storyline shows you <laughs> why they're annoying. And they want you to feel sad about, about their backstory, but it just makes them like more like you're like, why are they there? Yeah, I, I just want more of the interesting characters not the the mopey characters because if it's a show about all angsty mopey teenager people then i could just watch the cw yeah <laughs> you gotta admit though the fight choreography and the costumes are spot on like you gotta admit that oh yeah but and talking about the cw like none of the superhero shows on the cw are mopey angsty teenager people so like why suddenly <laughs> does this have mm -hmm. to be <laughs> and they're they've got a good king shark for example so yeah the superhero costumes are great it's just i wish it wasn't as dark because I mean, the the material they're pulling from isn't so dark yeah i agree with that but at the, at the same time I'm am really glad that we have something as dark as Titans. Only because 
the source material wasn't like light and colorful and happy and and goofy like the like the flash for instance or legends of tomorrow but it what it 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 actually did get pretty dark the teen titans the original teen titans comics it, it it's not like the show is dark because the source material is that dark it definitely isn't but the source material wasn't super mega ultra kid friendly either and that was one of the earliest things i remember like growing up like the titans dealt with some really serious stuff in the 80s comics or whatever but it, it, i'm glad that you brought that up heather because in contrast to the cw i do think it is nice that we do have something dark like titans because arrow for instance was dark right it it, it was dark but after that, after we built this Arrowverse, everything after Arrow itself was like colorful and you know, super family friendly, especially Supergirl. And so it was, okay, when are we going to get back to the kind of the dark, edgy stuff? I was surprised that they chose Titans to do that. And Titans isn't a CW show. And I see why they felt like they needed a contrast not only because of the CW shows, but also because of the popularity of the 2004 Teen Titans cartoon, which eventually sprung Teen Titans Go, which is one of Cartoon Network's highest rated animated shows. And that's popular among children and adults alike, which is funny because it's not a children's show. <laughs> the content... And the, well, rather, the humor of Teen Titans Go is more mature than the original Teen Titans, which is hilarious that the original Teen Titans, which is supposed to be a good mix of action and drama and humor, is like TVY7, but Teen Titans Go is rated TVPG. Well, it has is... a more adult rating. Yeah, it's a lot like the Clone Wars. It's very much like the Clone Wars. That's a really good example, actually. Yeah, that's what it's like, even though it's supposed to be 100 humorous but I, I i do think that the tone of the show basically just contrasts everything before it and that if it fell into the same humor or the same comical antics or the same light contrast or tone of its predecessors or the cw shows that it would be unnecessary the violence and the dark tone is pretty unnecessary in of itself of Titans. But I think it's a necessary evil just to separate it from everything else. Titans would be a very boring show, I think, if it was just like all the others. And characters like Jason Todd and Beast Boy wouldn't stick out whatsoever in the show. Yeah, I, I just, I think that there's a way to do it. And this reminds me of years ago when... I don't know if you, you've ever seen the show Spartacus. Oh, I have seen some of it. I, have, I didn't follow it, but I've seen some. Yeah. Spartacus is an excellent show mm. with a terrible first three episodes. Mm. I mean, it, like the first three episodes of Spartacus are painful to watch. So whenever I'm trying to get somebody to watch it, I always tell them, watch the prequel series first, which was the second season, and then watch the first season then the third season and on like how you tell people what order to watch star wars in Be because if you try watching spartacus with the 
from the first few episodes, you're out. You won't get through right. it. But if you watch after they got into their stride in the prequel series and then go back, then you'll love it. And with this, like, I'm hoping they, they like, have a way, like, a time jump or <laughs> something. And they could. They very well could based on the universe they're drawing from. They could do something. Like, with me, I starting with Doom Patrol and then going into Titans and then going back and you could mix the two or you could do something like that to because it was it's just so slow right to start i don't know if i would finish if we weren't doing the review of, of it okay like I, I said it takes a good five episodes before it picks up oh yeah yeah i see what you're saying i wish that beast boy had a, at least one more transformation other than a tiger I don't know. I just wish he had more screen time because it felt like he didn't have enough screen time, actually. What do you think this is? Game of Thrones? You think they have the budget for that? <laughs> no, but maybe one day. HBO Max is taking over it, so maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. Even HBO didn't have the budget for the Dire Wolves more than twice a season. Right. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but after a while, it just started to really slip. Yeah, yeah, like, I was just, Beast Boy, one, the other day when I was talking to my buddies about it, they said, I wish that Beast Boy would turn into a T-Rex or something. I'm like, no, but that's too much CGI for one. That's for two, like, I was thinking something like, I think if he only had like five transformations in the whole series, I'd be okay with it. Mm. Like a gorilla, a wolf, something like that. But, yeah, I just like to fight choreography darkness in it i'm I'll, I'll admit i'm an edgy character when it comes like superheroes like i love the edginess and i like the edginess fight choreography costumes right. but as long as they get a good story line in it that's all that matters really yeah, but, yeah absolutely absolutely but what else? overall do y'all think it's worth to watch definitely yeah as far as superhero shows go especially i think it's a fun show to watch late, like when the Arrowverse started to come out. I didn't watch it right off the bat. I was year. It, it, I was so uninterested in Arrow when it originally came out that I I waited until it was like on Netflix, which was years after its CW debut. And at this point, The Flash had already come out. And he was already popular and stuff like that. So like I went back and I was like, okay, let's see what these shows are about. And there, and I was like, oh my gosh, these are great shows. They're very fun. They're phenomenal. They're smart. And uh, they pay great homage to the source material without following it to the T. It's very creative and it's very successful. And Titans for me was the same way. I didn't feel like I needed to watch it right off the bat. And I'm glad that I'm watching it now because now I can enjoy season one or did enjoy season one, enjoy season two. And, you know, season three is coming out soon. For me, Titans is definitely a two thumbs up. It's not a perfect score, but it's a it's a fun iteration. It's a fun contrast. Again, with the, with the cartoon Teen Titans and the other CW shows, I think it's a worthy successor, an interesting inclusion in the Crisis on Infinite Earths Arrowverse storyline. And I think it's a great show on its own. What do you think, Heather? If you have the time to dedicate to it and you're willing to to just 
get through the slow episodes, then it does get better. And mm. I'm excited to see where they go in season two. But if you, if it's too slow for you in the beginning and you don't want to waste that time, then this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. It's all about patience. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people have time right now. <laughs> so you might right. as well do it. There are a lot of other things out there. Like I said, and the guys agree with me that it, it is slow in the beginning. So you got to stick with it. And there is a good payoff, but if you're not willing to put in the time, then you're not going to reach it. I, I yeah. would agree. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched it first because I was a dedicated Teen Titans fan because I love the show from 2008, the Cartoon Network show. And then they picked great villains. Mm-hmm. They got great costumes, great choreography, and an interesting storyline. So it's all in there. But all you just got to do is outweigh the boring episodes like you just gotta suffer through it a little bit but yeah so are y'all excited for season uh two coming out definitely I'm watching season two yeah yeah, yeah. Right. y'all better let me know how that goes and we'll be in touch all right all right This has been the Geek and Out Loud podcast. Like and subscribe to hear our next episodes about the latest news in movies, comics, and all things geek.